Hello, welcome to Prince Trial by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Here on Earth from One Night Alone. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, recorded spring 2001 at Paisley Park and released on the 14th of May 2002. On the track, it is Prince and John Blackwell, and the song is 3 minutes 22. Joining me to talk about today is Spencer Seams. Hello, Spencer. Hello, Darren. Um, now, this, I think, you know, obviously everything on here is kind of a piano ballad. Uh, but this is a bit more unusual because for, I would say, 75% of it, Prince is kind of talking. And then when he gets to the title of the song, he kind of sings the last few lines. Um, and for most of it, it's like, I don't know, I'd say it's like a story that Prince is saying. Um, and and then it kind of turns into a song for the last like I don't know thirty seconds when <laughs> Prince starts singing, yeah. um, you know. And this is one of the tracks that you know it has a bit of drum on, not a huge amount. It's not like it, you can really notice it. And also Prince seems to be using a synthesizer as well as the piano. Um, you know, pretty much a lot of the other tracks are just piano and, and voice. So Prince kind of cheating it a little bit. Um, but then he did that with the truth as well, where that was mostly meant to be acoustic guitar and voice, but he still had kind of other instruments in there. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it's an unusual like as with a lot of songs from this kind of period, Prince doesn't have a chorus. There is no real chorus here. Um, it's just kind of like stream of consciousness, like Prince telling a story, and then for the last kind of uh, like four or five lines, it just turns into him singing and. I'm not quite sure why he chose to do it this way, but, um, you know, it's, it, I guess it's, it's just one more kind of like experimentation. Um, you know, there's this, this kind of period from about, I don't know, I would say like 97 through to about 2004 where Prince released albums, but people didn't really pay any attention. And during that time, you know, Prince kind of experimented a little bit with, you know, kind of structures and all that kind of stuff. And so this, again, it just feels like Prince kind of experimenting a little bit with, um, you know, I guess I guess I would say spoken word. Um, yeah, it's kind of like um, I like the strange but true, which we kind of the similar to spoken word thing of it's not singing, it's not rapping, it's you said you, you describe it as like sli- as slam poetry more or less because like there's there hints yeah. of like uh, a rhythm to it, but it's not like a pro- but it's not like traditional or, or anything. It's just kind of him, you know. Just, Telling a story about a a young woman. I mean, <laughs> I was tempted then to attempt to, to do this in the style of slam poetry, uh, but I'm not going to do that. Um, and I don't I don't feel like that that's something people need to hear. But you know, the story goes as follows: which is, imagine a young woman running for her very life, trying to get away from the one who loves her. This young woman, your wife, uh, <laughs> into an alley, cold and rainy, October just before dawn. Leaning atop a mountain of bricks, her clothes now covered with sick, uh, the danger hardly gone, and she turns and curses the day she met you, and (laughs) that she wishes she was never born. Say it's just a dream, open up your eyes, and come to realise you simply imagine this, so you lean over and give her a kiss. And that's the story. So it's basically the story of like a nightmare, um, from which this, this young girl wakes, and then is kissed by her husband, I guess, I think, um, or her partner. Um, was he married again at this point? He was married again, yes. <laughs> and this is this does feel a little bit, like I say, I'm not a fan of kind of putting autobiography mm-hmm. on these songs, but this does feel a little tiny bit like he might be talking about his second wife, Manuela, um, hmm. you know, where he says, trying to get away from the one who loves her. 
um, and then you know uh, curses the day she ever met you and wishes she'd never been born. Um, so I, I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe that could apply to Maite. Maybe, but then at the end, of course, when it says you know you open up your eyes and realize you simply imagine this, that suggests that it's it's still the person. Especially because when we get into the when we get into the singing, you know, which then comes, you know, here on earth, here on earth, with you it's not so bad, here on earth, here on earth, I don't feel so sad, stay right here, here on earth. That feels like a sentiment the prince would address to his new wife. That doesn't mm. sound like something for Maite. Um but yeah, Prince had remarried in the kind of in I think it was early two thousand one. So by the time Rainbow Children came out, I think he was definitely married. Um, he would stay married to her for I think at least another eighteen months or so, and they kind of divorced either late two thousand three, early two thousand four, sometime around there. Um, or I think was she also Jehovah's Witness. Yes, he met her through the church, you know, oh. and they would go door to door together. Um, so oh. something that was spoken of in Rainbow Children, there's a song where he says, "Those who are willing to go door to door." is a phrase that he used. So that's kind of the only real mm. kind of concrete thing that kind of ties it to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, but yeah, so she, you know, she had met him through the church. Um, I, I can't even remember. I think the story of how they were introduced was through like the, the whoever the pastor was at the Jehovah's Witness, um, wherever they, I think it's Kingdom Hall, isn't it, where they go. And uh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I, I live near uh, a Jehovah's Witness church. Oh, yeah. So, do you get many of them knocking on your door, or um, do they just know to? They 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 kind of cycle through the neighborhoods. Yeah. But uh, a couple times a year, like uh, it, like you, like driving through or whatever, you'll see them. It's like okay, turn off the lights and pretend like we're not here. <laughs> Unless it's Prince, then by all means, put on a purple put oh, on yeah, a purple yeah. light or something. Yeah, for yeah for Prince, I'd see you know for the bodyguards, be like okay. This will be interesting, but <laughs> not for anyone else. Yeah, I th- I th- the funny thing is there were stories of when Prince did do the door-to-door stuff where apparently people would literally be speechless for like an hour or something while Prince sat there doing like the whole Jehovah's Witness thing and they just wouldn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And they would just kind of nod <laughs> their heads and just agree and then Prince would leave and then they would just be like, was that Prince? And then, then you know, so there was a few stories of that going on when Prince was doing his Jehovah's Witness thing. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the sentiment that Prince kind of sings at the end where he says, you know, it's not bad with you and I don't feel so sad, you know, stay right here, here on earth. I think that's, you know, it's like a, that's the kind of sentiment that you would kind of say to, you know, whoever you love. And so I kind of, it, this whole kind of weird nightmare that he talks about with the, you know, the mountain of bricks and the clothes covered with mm-hmm. sick. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> I'm not quite sure why this woman is running for her life and, I, I mean, the fact that it says trying to get away from the one who loves her, just kind of, you're like, well, if this person loves her, why is she running for her life? Like, it just, like, the, I don't, the, the premise doesn't really mm. make sense, um, you know, and, and, and kind of cursing the day she met you. Like, these feel like, you know, this does feel like a very kind of vivid nightmare. Um, and the fact that Prince kind of does it, like, with this gentle piano underneath, <laughs> it kind of, it kind of <laughs> undercuts the whole thing. Like, it, like he doesn't even throw in some, like, you know, minor sevenths or something just to kind of make us feel on edge or, you know, throw in a, you know, the odd tritone or, or something. Like, it's very kind of, like, gentle. Um, and then, you know, when he breaks out into song at the end, you're kind of distracted and then you're like, oh, we're there a second. Like, all of a sudden, Prince is singing. Um, you know, so it, I don't know. It's just it's a very it's a very unusual structure to the song, you know. And the fact that Prince is like you know it's a cold and rainy October and 
like he's paint, he's painting a very specific picture of this particular nightmare. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's so very specific. Yeah. But those first two lines always puzzle me because I'm like, imagine someone running from someone who loves her. Like, you know, that kind of always I can't kind of get past that part. Like the rest of it mm-hmm. is a nice picture that's being painted here. But then, you know, maybe it's a nightmare of him being a bad husband. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you know, they separated like a year later, so <laughs> so maybe there was a little bit of truth in that, um, that Prince was cho- choosing to reveal in this particular song. I don't know. But I mean, I, the thing is, like when it turns into the singing towards the end, like I really like that part. And, you know, I think the whole kind of, you know, with you, it's not so bad. Like this isn't the kind of like soaring romanticism that Prince had when he was with Maite, where, you know, he was declaring her to be, you know, everything and the entire world and he <laughs> worshipped her. This is just him saying, you know, when I'm in your presence, I don't feel so sad and things don't seem so bad, which is, I feel like a more modest kind of believable statement that you could say to someone that you love. Um, yeah, it sounds like he has relaxed a bit. He's not as... Uh... I don't, I don't know if well it, he was private first though who knows maybe he got less eccentric in his personal life after converting and meeting his new wife maybe and that's just like him but but who really knows Prince was Prince no one nobody knows what he was like I think I think the funny thing is this I just imagine like you know Prince being in the kitchen doing some like washing up or something and just you know seeming a bit sad and his wife coming over and being like you know what's the issue and he's like you know when you're here, I don't feel so sad, and, you know, it's it's not so bad, and, you know, stay right here, and she being like, okay, I will, you know, like, I like I choose to imagine, like, a kind of very intimate domestic scene, um, rather than this weird nightmare that Prince is painting <laughs> in the lines <laughs> yeah. before, um, but, you know, like, or, or maybe Manuela is, is, you know, loading the dishwasher, and Prince just comes over and says, you know, with you here, it's not so bad, and you're just like, oh, you know, I don't know, like, to me, it like, the kind of the weird nightmare half is such a, it's such a kind of odd part of the song, and I, I can't really think, like, there are other Prince songs where he's kind of, like, told stories, um, you know, stuff like uh, Another Lonely Christmas, where he has, like, a, a very kind of specific narrative, um, but they tend to be kind of melodramatic and over the top, and, like, someone running down a rainy alley doesn't, like, it's not, like, a, that kind of over the top, like, it's something you can kind of easily imagine, so... I don't know, like, if this song feels very, like, a lot smaller than some of the other songs that he did, particularly with Maite, like, everything with Maite was, you know, she's the perfect woman, I'm in love with her, you know, nothing else can kind of compete, like, everything was very big, this, this, you know, this album, um, a lot of the songs feel very kind of small and intimate, and, you know, I think those kind of, the sentiment at the end of the song really kind of sells it as being something you know, like that is directed towards Manuela. Although, of course, it could be directed towards nobody. It could just be Prince kind of had had these yeah. lines and he decided to put them to music. Um, but you know, I... yeah, uh, uh, the piano in this I mentioned this in a previous episode. It again sounds like music you hear in a Spike Lee movie, that type of like mid tempo, uh, like piano, like light jazzy, jazzy feel. Yeah, and there's the. Uh, I don't know what the name of it, but towards the end of the song, you hear like that '90s R&B hip hop, like high pitched noise in the background. I know, I'm not sure. Maybe like, kind of like a theremin ish. I don't know if it is a theremin, but I feel like Prince has kind of overdubbed a synthesizer in here. Um, you know, even though yeah, even some, though the album some... has the title of Voice and Piano, it does feel like Prince has put a little bit, <laughs> you know, a little bit of icing on top of it just to kind of. 
um, you know, sell those last couple of bars. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean with that, that with that like noise you hear in the background? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, and like, I and I think as well like the kind of you know as with the I think the last kind of couple of tracks that we've spoken about, um, I think John Blackwell kind of his kind of influence is probably making this song feel a bit more kind of laid back and jazzy. Um, you know, John Blackwell, I think only plays drums on like, I don't know, two or three of the tracks on this album. So he's not on every track. Um, you know, most of them are as advertised, you know, solo, piano and voice. Um, but I, you know, here he's just kind of adding a, a little bit of kind of light percussion. It's not like, not, not like a full beat or anything going on. Um, you know, so it still kind of keeps that very intimate feel. Um, but yeah, you know, like, it's it's you know this whole album feels a lot smaller than kind of the last few albums that Prince had done. You know, Rainbow Children was very much like you know a concept album. Rave was very much like a radio album. You know, Prince trying to get like singles mm-hmm. on the radio. This just feels like something. You know, this was originally for the MPG Music Club. Um, you know, this was originally released as an MP3 on the seventeenth of January two thousand two. You know, before being collected on the album later in the year. And that's what it feels like. You know, it feels like Prince performing for fans like doing something for the fans um you know and the the kind of the one night alone you know thing became you know the name of the tour that followed you know the name of the live the Mm -hmm. live album that followed this the name of the kind of the ep that followed that the kind of one night alone became the branding for like the next kind of two or three years for prince um you know so but yeah i mean for me i would say four out of five you know uh i think uh, you know, maybe if the if the kind of nightmarish story was a little shorter and we got a little bit more of the singing, um, then you know I think I would I probably give this a five. But I you know I really like that kind of last little sentiment. You know, like of of just Prince not being so sad, um, and you know things not being so bad. Like those, it's a very simple sentiment. But I just I, I you know I love Prince's voice on this album. You know I think you know we're kind of getting back to Prince kind of singing stuff that is feels a bit more intimate and you know kind of direct you know rainbow children felt slightly at a remove because of the kind of whole concept album thing um and this album reminds me mm-hmm. a little bit more of the truth which is an album that i love to death just because it feels like prince just in the studio singing directly at you and i think some of that is retained here you know like if all you're hearing is a piano and prince's voice it just feels like he is singing something for you um and so you know i think that's why it's a four for me i can go three the nightmare half this it doesn't really work with me. It's a little too uh, dissonant compared to like everything uh, dissonant with everything else. But you know, uh, it's 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 like an upper three. Like it's still a song that's definitely worth listening to. It's very laid back and very chill, and that's like the piano and that like uh that the like the the hip hop. Not have it, but like there's kind of an R and B feel to it, and uh, you know this makes me think of Spike Lee movies, which is always a good thing. Now, unusually, this was not on One Night Alone Live. Um, Prince did perform it a little bit in 2002 while he was on tour, um, but you know mostly at sound checks that you know MPG Music Club um, people got to hear. So, <laughs> so not really kind of performing the song, you know, as a song. Um, just kind of doing it occasionally in 2002 and then after 2002 he didn't perform it which this this album is is a very kind of quiet album and I think you know it, it it's a nice kind of um, it's a nice kind of contrast to Rainbow Children which was you know very much a kind of you know felt like a lot 
bigger album. So I feel like we said about as much as we can about here on Earth. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Spencer? Uh, yes, I have a podcast called High and Low, a Kershaw podcast, where me and my friend Joel go through every Kershaw film, compare it with another Japanese movie from the same year, and we just talk about them. Is that an excuse for us to watch old movies, more or less? And uh, yeah, if, if that sounds like your thing, then give us a listen. We're on Podbean. Uh, on Twitter, we are at HindLowPod. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here. Oh, you're welcome. And otherwise, goodbye. Thank you.